Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Keeping On with Mackie and Kaiser. I'm Mackie. And I'm Kaiser. And tonight we have joining us Jenna Justice. She's an old college friend of mine who is a professional in the fitness realm, which I know very little about. So how you doing, Jenna? Hello. We will change that. I will teach you everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, good. Um, we're going to kick it off like we always do, and we always ask our guests first. So, Jenna, how you been keeping on? I've been keeping on. I've just been uh, hanging out. I'm on Christmas break. It's my last, like, official Christmas break of my entire life. So I'm just trying to, like, sleep a lot and watch movies and try to not do anything while I can. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. What what movies have you been? Are are you a Hallmark movie person or a Christmas movie person? Or um, sometimes I'll do random Hallmark movies just because. Um, I've just been looking for new shows. So if you guys have any great ideas, I'm all for it. Um, I did just finish like older ones like Modern Family. I just now finished that. Um, yeah, that's my latest one. But I'm up for nice. Ones. Well, yeah, we've got we've got tons. So we'll if we've got if we've got time in the bonus section at the end, we'll uh, we'll fill you in on some for sure. Sweet. Oh yeah. Do it. Awesome. Well, Kaiser, how you been keeping on? I've been keeping on well. Just finished up training at the new job. Um, yeah, start this week in my in my store, so that'll be cool to meet everybody and see how everything's going there. Um. But yeah, everything's been good since last week. I started Suits again on Netflix. <laughs> I think it's only available in the UK. And I got a VPN that I was on while I was at the hotel. Oh. And I saw that Suits was on there. So I started watching it again. Great show. It's on USA. Um, I don't know if it's still airing or not, but I... Uh, for the... For most of my, my high school years, I watched that TV show. It's really good. It's about a guy who doesn't go to college, or he gets kicked out of college because he was he cheated on one test. He, like, copied the answers and then, like, tried to sell it. And then he ended up selling it to, like, the daughter of the dean. And then he got kicked out. And then he, like, took the uh, LSATs, which is, like, the entry exam to get into law school for people. And then he would take the bar exam for people as well, oh, which is nice. like the, the exam to become a lawyer. Um, and then he eventually he like stumbles into a Harvard, or it's like it's a recruitment for a law firm that only accepts Harvard Harvard graduates. And he stumbles in there, and like the guy like falls in love with him because he's like so smart. He has a photographic memory. And rem- memorizes everything from the book. Um, so yeah, really good TV show. I restarted that. And uh, it's been a good week so far. Mackie, how have you been keeping on? I've been keeping on pretty good. Uh, only one more week until my Christmas break, which I cannot wait for. Um, you know, we're doing the whole moving thing. Talked a little bit about that last week. But this coming weekend, we are getting the whole house done other than mattresses and uh cribs so <laughs> it's um it's going to be 
It's going to be a busy weekend, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, then we just have uh, one more week of school, and uh, and then it's Christmas time. So, oh, the kitty cat has joined us. Hey, Molly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, things have going pretty swimmingly over here since the last time we checked in last week. But um, nice. as I mentioned before... Uh, this is the fitness episode, uh, and you know, there uh, I mentioned you know Jenna. I've known you since college. There were a few times that um, I seem to remember coming to you and saying that I'm going to get super serious about health, and uh, then the next day or the day after would be found in the cafeteria eating an entire plate of chicken nuggets, like a mountain of chicken nuggets. So, um, uh, I didn't learn my lessons then, uh, but you know what? I'm here now to learn a little bit more. <laughs> I completely forgot so, about that. <laughs> yeah, there, I have some embarrassing stories that we're not necessarily going to get into tonight, but, uh, first thing, um, you're still in, or you're not still in school, but you're, you are in school now. Currently, um, what specifically are you in school for? And then, like, what does your uh, end goal with that, like, what's the dream job with this degree look like? Yeah, um, so I'm finishing up my doctorate of physical therapy. I have one year left. Um, so, like, since I saw you last, I, like, finished up my health science degree. Mm -hmm. And then I took off, like, a year or two in between. And then became a personal trainer to earn a little bit of extra money um, while I waited to get into PT school. And then once I got in, um, that's a three-year program. So after this, um, yeah, one year. So all I have left is like 10 weeks of school and then clinicals. And then from okay. there, I'll just start working at a physical therapy office. Um, and then hopefully maybe transition into opening my own clinic. But I'm still looking into kind of what goes into that and everything yeah well um you know i don't know if if this is a real connection or anything but whitney goes to a physical therapist um and she like started her own clinic and she's relatively young so uh oh, might cool. be someone that you could talk to in the future but um yeah super cool um so like the the end goal for you then is to open your own practice yeah, that's what I'm hoping. It's something I've started. I mean, it's kind of been in the back of my mind since the beginning. But uh, now that I'm getting closer to kind of the, the end of schooling, I've been looking into it a lot more to see what goes into it. So I'm not yeah, sure how soon awesome. that'll be. But okay. A doctorate. So does so that's a PhD? Um, no, it's just a doctorate. It's just a doctorate. Okay. Not a PhD. I don't know. I'm not smart, so I don't know the difference between PhD and all that fun stuff. But, um, so that's pretty cool. So you'll be you'll be uh, Doctor Justice. Doctor Justice, you know, basically a superhero. <laughs> See, there you go, Kaiser. Yes. When when we, Kaiser uh, first, what what did you say when you first heard her full name, Kaiser? I think I said like she's a superhero character, yeah, or a comic book character or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, like you're, whole... you're right up there with uh, Peter Parker and, uh, you know, 
Bruce Wayne and Jenna Justice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, how did you get into fitness as a profession? Like, what was your inspiration uh, to get started with that? Um, well, I mean, I always wanted to do something like in the medical field. And then I knew that I liked like exercise. It was just kind of like an outlet for me. And then that's where I like discovered physical therapy because I had to have that um, in middle school for myself. Um, I was like a cross country runner and then I was having like some knee problems. So um, I found physical therapy there. And then I just started going into like shadowing hours from that. And then the personal trainer thing, I didn't expect to do at all. That just kind of fell in place. Um, Cause I was, uh, I decided to be a health and wellness coach. And then I had a great mentor that really like encouraged me to do personal training in between. And then finally got into school. It's just kind of all fallen in place. Um, since like middle school when I found out about it. So. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jenna, how would somebody who doesn't get that fulfillment from exercise, doesn't like, feel good that's not like a therapy for them what would be a good way for them to get into some kind of physical wellness like kind of a plan like that yeah so first thing I would do is like find something that you enjoy because there are so many like different outlets that you can get exercise from another option is like just to put it in your daily routine so it could be like doing things around the house or doing things with your kids or taking a walk with your family. It doesn't have to be like at a gym or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one thing we learn about in school is to do like a, take an exercise snack. So it doesn't have to be like 30 minutes or an hour of exercise. You just do like a snack of exercise. So maybe if it's like 10 minutes or even five minutes, like every little bit of exercise is, it counts. So any exercise is better than none. So Mm -hmm. just, yeah, I'm doing an exercise snack, and it's fun. So, fun to call it that. I don't think I would have thought of like exercise in little bits being beneficial, because you always hear you know thirty minutes a day, so get your thirty minutes in at one time. Yeah, and that's not always doable. Like if you have a busy schedule, so even if you do five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, or you know every little bit, and it research even shows that. Like as long as you eventually get up to that amount, even if you do like 30 minutes and three sets of 10 minutes, the health benefits are still the same. So. No way. The, the health benefits are still the same? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. It, yeah. Yeah, the more you know. So like, yeah, the ACSM recommends 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity exercise so that's like your heart rate's up but you could still carry a conversation or 75 minutes a week of high intensity exercise so that's where like your heart rate's really up and you're like out of breath and you can't carry on a conversation or it would be choppy so however you get those minutes is up to you you can like do it five times a week for 30 minutes or you can do it only like three times a week but have a higher intensity and it's the benefits are all still the same as far as like heart benefits in general health benefits Hmm. so the heart is like the main thing that you're exercising kind of 
yeah, if you're doing endurance exercise, for sure, like your cardiovascular system, so like your heart and lungs, and that's what's going to really help with like heart disease, which is like the number one killer in the U.S., and like just common diseases like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you're still working everything. It does a lot more than just the heart, but in short, yes. Right. Huh, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I never thought about it that way where, you know, obviously, like you said, you're still working other things, but the main thing that you're working is that is that cardiovascular system because that's, that's what runs everything, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So let's, uh, I've got a little, little bit of a joke for you. This is a little deviation from the plan. Um, (laughs) when I told Garrett this, uh, he laughed. Um, so let's see if you do, uh, Kaiser, you know what I taught at the beginning of the year. Um, (laughs) and, uh, he, he had a good giggle about it too. Um, this year I was chosen to be the PE teacher. Um, Jenna's making a face. She's not laughing. Thank you for not laughing. Uh, I have since transitioned back into science, but when I walked in day one and the the kids know me, they know I'm the McDonald's guy and the not fit guy and stuff like that. And they said, Mr. Mackey, what are you doing here? Um, (laughs) uh, and I said, I'm your new PE teacher. They all laughed. And then I said, sit down for real. And then they like, kind of were like, what, what do you, what do you mean? So you know, um, just a fun little tidbit there, but let's talk about meal plans for a minute. Um, I figured what we could do here is, uh, I can give you, you know, a little, little bit about what I eat. And then Kaiser can give you a little bit about what he eats. Sounds much more like a normal person. Maybe I'll give you just an order from one of my, uh, one of my meals at a specific restaurant. Um, (laughs) And then you can tell me whether or not that is uh, healthy or not. So um, I'll start and then we'll go to Kaiser. So uh, when I go to McDonald's, uh, <laughs> uh, number she's already laughing. So step one is not go to McDonald's, right? <laughs> I mean, keep going. I'll, I'll do my two cents at the end. <laughs> okay. So my order at McDonald's, uh, it's altered slightly since the last time I talked about this with you, Kaiser. Um, I get a number six combo large, which is the 10-piece chicken nugget with a large French fry um, and a large Diet Coke because that makes it all okay. And then I get three of the double cheeseburgers plain. (laughs) 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 Why are you laughing? Kaiser. <laughs> is that one for one meal? That's that's just for me. Um, like one sitting? That's one sitting. That's that's what I call the Friday lunch. Jeez. Okay. It's uh, a smorgasbord of uh, of food. So, Jenna, what would you what would you alter about that order? Because <laughs> I think the Diet Coke makes it. Uh, I think it makes it okay. Oh, oh yeah, you think so? Um, well, I would say, how often are you eating that? Every Friday. Okay. Uh, I think a lot of it, I don't know. I feel like my answer is not going to be what you think it is. 
Um, I would say, oh. like, do you enjoy the food? I oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So it makes you happy. You, yeah. I think that's all that matters, and that if that's all you're eating, that's going to be a big problem, and like could eventually lead to those like you know heart disease and things like that. But like. As long as, I don't know, it's just everything in moderation and like, I don't know, if you have McDonald's then great, enjoy the time you have it. So then, I don't know, just eat more balanced the rest of the week. Oh, oh, see, that's the problem though, is that (laughs) that's that's, um, that's just, A, that's just lunch. Um, Oh, okay. What's dinner? (laughs) Because that's not, that's not the meal for the day that is the uh that's just lunch normally there's dinner after that and i dinner's my normally my big meal so um <laughs> i always skip breakfast though i don't i don't do the breakfast thing but oh, there you go yeah that makes up for it right um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it is i've i've heard from a buddy of mine it is quote unquote impressive that I can put away that much food and still get up and like be able to function. Um, I don't think he, when he said it was impressive, it was a good thing, but um, you know, I, I'm actually quite surprised at your, your answer, but also I think the context of, of what, (laughs) what it was, was that that's just lunch on a Friday. Like tonight we had pizza and I had seven pieces all right now that's that's impressive Um, (laughs) that is so much pizza it's it's a lot of pizza um you know things when i go to a restaurant i order a lot of food because i'm i find myself hungry if i don't eat a lot is that a mental thing or is that an is that a physical thing because i'm sure Mm -hmm. that i could eat you know one quarter pounder and be fine as opposed to the three double cheeseburgers and the 10 piece chicken nugget. Yeah. Uh, I think it's definitely multifactorial. Like a lot could be like how much food have you had like before that big meal? Like maybe you're not eating enough. Do you feel like you need to eat more or I don't know, also monitoring like water intake, like are you having enough water with that? To balance it out, um, <laughs> I generally <laughs> don't drink water. <laughs> I mean, we kind of need water to survive, so that, I get, I get water rec- from the Diet Coke and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I will say Diet Coke or just like soda in general, if it has caffeine in it, then it dehydrates you. So yeah. drink water, <laughs> and it'll balance it out. But. I've been getting into something, um, it's kind of a recent thing for me because, you know, like in the, the fitness industry, they're just all like, do all the diets, like this food is bad and this food is good. And I've gotten kind of away from that because 95% of diets don't work, like according to research yet, like the Mm. fitness industry still like tells everyone they need to eat a certain way. Um, so I've just been getting into, it's called intuitive eating and it's like, basically like not putting labels on food so like mcdonald's isn't bad and it like kind of changes your whole like relationship with it and then you get to where you're what you're eating like you want to eat to like 
take care of your body versus feeling guilty after you eat it because it was like quote unquote bad. Um, so it's kind of like changed my whole perspective on like food and eating and it's just something I'm learning more about. You heard it here, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> McDonald's is not bad food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, According I to a fitness expert. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kaiser, what is about intuitive you? eating? Well, I was gonna ask: Is intuitive eating, um, is that whenever you eat when you're hungry instead of eating when you think you should eat? So, I know that's part of it. It's something I'm still learning more about. But I know it's not just a hunger full diet, but it's about really being in tune in like what your what your body's needs are. So, mm-hmm. like in some ways, yes. Like if you're hungry, then yes, eat. And a lot of times your body will tell you what it needs. So you may like crave those foods or whatever. Um, But also like maybe you're on like a medication that makes you not want to eat or makes you overeat or maybe you have like anxiety and that's making you not want to eat. It's still like recognizing that and like knowing that you need to take care of your body. And so even if you're not hungry, you might still eat just because you know it's good for you. Okay. Gotcha. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my foods, I also eat. Mackie just did one meal, so I don't know what meal I should choose. Do whatever you want. Do breakfast. Just any meal. No, I don't do breakfast. <laughs> probably, I I will probably start doing breakfast, but usually I would wake up, especially during. Since March, I haven't had to wake up at a certain time, so usually wake up 10 or 11. By the time it's time for to eat breakfast, it's lunchtime. So, um, I don't even know. What do we eat for lunch? Okay, so, some we got some whole wheat bread. So, two, two slices of whole wheat bread. Um, and then two scrambled eggs. And then, like, two pieces of turkey bacon. That's what we've been eating for, for our, like, breakfast, lunch, lately. Am I supposed to comment That's on all? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the plan was with this. Yeah, is that, so, like, compared to a healthy individual, which that actually, you know, like, I, I even mentioned in the notes, Kaiser's probably pretty darn healthy. I mean, look at him, he's a, he's a twig. Um mm. I, however, am not. Um, so compared to, you know, a, a balanced diet, if you will, uh, I, I think we're almost on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, because, the, Kaiser, you eat vegetables on occasion. Yeah, pretty often, actually. Okay, Usually pretty, every night so for dinner. pretty often. Um, yeah. I'm on the almost none spectrum. I, yeah. and it's not like I like w- refuse to eat them because I, it's not that I refuse to eat them because if I, you know, if steamed carrots come with a steak or something like that, I'm going to eat me some steamed carrots, but I'm not actively pursuing vegetables, mm. if that makes sense. So, um, Jen's like, yeah, no wonder you're unhealthy. Uh, <laughs> 
So compared to like, you know, a, a balanced diet, or I guess you could just compare Kaiser and I here. Um, what do what do I specifically need to do uh, not to become healthy? Because obviously there's more than just the step of don't eat what gorillas eat for lunch. Um, but, you know, what what can I do and what can, not what can Kaiser do to help me, but what what is something that, that we could do here in order to, to make it a little bit more balanced. <laughs> hmm. Um, I don't know. I just like to focus on eating like real food. Um, so like food that doesn't have, that isn't like as processed. Um, it doesn't have to be like just a salad. Um, but I don't know, finding ways maybe to add in vegetables or, I don't know, and it's never like an all or nothing. It's not like I can only eat vegetarian or like other food isn't like bad. Um, I don't know. It's just like eating, I don't know, without repeating the the question, like, you know, balance. So it's like right. having, I don't know, having it, eating different foods and a variety is the best way I can describe mm-hmm. it. Um, so like, even if like, if we're talking about vegetables, it doesn't have to be carrots every day. Like there's so many different types. It's better to have like as many nutrients. Um, I don't know. Does that kind of answer it? Or did I just repeat the question? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I think, I think my issue with it is I've kind of always had an all or nothing mentality, like you said. Um, and that it's not that like, like I said, I'm not like actively avoiding the vegetables it's just not and maybe maybe it's just behavioral at this point but what i order at restaurants don't contain them so i guess i am technically acting okay i am actively i'm answering my own question here um (laughs) do you not enjoy them it's not even that i don't enjoy them it's just i like the taste of you know butter better you know what i mean like i like the taste of cheese better (laughs) So, um, yeah, I guess I just looked at it like that all or nothing mentality. And that's not necessarily how I should be looking at them. See, this is helping me already. <laughs> like, like the whole exercise snack thing. I don't know. Think about normal snacks. It's like a healthy snack thing. It doesn't have to be a all or nothing. You can go to McDonald's on Friday for lunch, but then maybe with your dinner add something healthy with it like some roasted vegetables or salad or I don't know just slowly adding in like little bits without taking away the stuff you love because if you take away the stuff you love you're just going to end up going back in that cycle and wanting it even more so it's just yeah right. adding the good to it until your body realizes like oh like how do you feel after you have like a like healthy meal maybe you'll start to realize that you feel better after you eat vegetables and then you're going to start wanting to add more in to your diet. Sure. I can trick my brain enough in order to do it that, that way. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is the list of vegetables that you will eat, Mackie? Carrots. Um, I'm good with like hibachi vegetables. <laughs> okay. Which are like, you know, obviously coated in like butter and soy sauce and uh, and shrimp sauce as well. But um, I'm not 
opposed to broccoli when it's like steamed. Like steamed vegetable. I, I guess hard cold vegetables are are what I'm opposed to. I don't like cold vegetables. So I think Jenna just rolled her eyes. <laughs> um, I no, think I didn't. Steamed... Oh, okay. I agree. I don't know. It looked like it looked like you did. Uh, I think steamed vegetables would really be a good thing to start adding in on occasion. Obviously, because yeah. you know the seven yeah. pieces of pizza. <laughs> there you go. Just throw, throw some broccoli on top of the pizza, and you'll be set. I'm the same way though. I don't like I don't like the raw vegetables. They have like a certain like taste or something in them. It just tastes different than the cooked versions, and it's mm-hmm. not as good for me. Have y'all tried um, roasted vegetables? Yeah, roasted yeah, vegetables actually... are really good. Yeah, yeah, that's how we do our vegetables, and when we do like chicken and stuff, we just roast it. Yeah, in the oven. That's my all-time favorite because it doesn't—I don't know—it just tastes so much better, and you can add like any seasoning on it. And the texture is yeah. like perfect. Oh yeah. So, um. What are some like fitness tips in a COVID nineteen world? So, where the gyms are closed, or you know, maybe people don't want to go to gyms because you're sharing the equipment, sweating all over stuff, breathing all over stuff, um, all that good stuff. What would be like? Obviously, going for walks would be something that would be beneficial. But what are some other like alternatives, maybe, just in this in between time? Yeah. Um. There are like a lot of free resources online right now, just because since everything is kind of transformed to an online platform, like there's so, so many like different types of free workout videos and like personal training services that you can get online if you want to work out from home. Um, also, just like I feel like nature's your best best option right now is, I mean, I guess it's cold now, but you have like the outdoors, which is great for mental health as well and you know you get your vitamin d which helps your immune system to help you not get covid and um taking a hike taking a walk things like that are always good um even working on like more like body weight exercises to kind of build up to when you're ready to get back at the gym if you're doing strength training because I feel like a lot of people are just going to go from doing nothing to like hitting the gym hard. And then that's where injury is going to occur. So working on like mm-hmm. just body weight and building a really solid foundation before COVID ends can like help a lot in the long run. Um, and then on top of that, I would just say like not to be hard on yourself if you don't work out as often because I mean, we're in a pandemic and like, do what you can but it's also like it's okay if you can't go to the gym all the time that's fair um are there any like negative obviously you can get like sick but are there any like negative effects of like running when it's cold outside or just like working out and breathing heavy when it's cold outside is that bad for your lungs or for your throat or whatever um i i don't know of any reason it's bad for you unless you may have some like underlying lung condition it could potentially make it harder to breathe. But um, I've actually found exercising like in a mask, like if I go for a walk, it's actually so much nicer in a mask because I'm not breathing in the cold air and like it's a lot nicer for your lungs. But as far as negative things, I, I don't know. Not that I know of. Okay, cool. So I've got a question that also wasn't on the, uh, on the thing. Um, do you think 
if we were in college now, because like I said, we met in college and things like that. If we were in college now during the pandemic, do you think people would be as physically active? Like you used to work out every day on campus or, you know, maybe five, five, six days a week. Um, did, like, are people running with masks? Are people as active now as they uh, potentially were back then? Or uh, I know you're not like on a college campus right now, but. I actually. Um, oh, you are. Yeah, I'm, I actually Fantastic. live like on the undergrad campus. Like our help, our campus is across the street, but yeah, I'm on a college campus. Um, oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, wait, so what was the question? It was, it was a roundabout weird question. Um, are people working out in masks, number one? And then number two, do you think you would be as active back then if it were during a pandemic? Um, I know people in general. Dumb theoretical are, question. <laughs> no, I mean, generally people are not as active during a pandemic. Um, I haven't been, but I also had COVID and that's a whole other story where I'm still affected by it now. And it's been like affecting my workouts. Um, I haven't seen a lot of people exercising in masks. I just did it because it was actually like, it really helped me breathe. Um, with the cold air mm -hmm. but um if we go to a gym at least the gym on campus that i went to you were required to wear a mask um, so there were still people working out and i think it would depend on kind of like what your outlet for exercise was because um, if you're only used to going to the gym in college then that suddenly being taken away from you is like a, a big change but like for me at least in college i did a lot of um of running, so I probably would have still like continued that if I didn't have COVID. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely like you said a a story for a different time. <laughs> um, but it's it is amazing that um, you know I've I've had friends with it, uh, older and younger uh, than me, uh, and it's amazing that it's still affecting them. Um, uh, I've had friends who were hospitalized from it and are dealing with blood clot issues uh, and just general breathing issues, things like that. And I've also had, uh, you know, friends who, who have had it and it was, it was more like a, a flu for a little while and then they've had no lasting effects. So uh, it is <clears throat> pretty crazy how uh, just wide this disease can affect people and, you know, I'm sorry you're still dealing with it, but I'm glad you came out of it on the other side. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Me too. <laughs> I will say I didn't think I was dealing with it anymore and like just new symptoms have come back just within the last month um, with like mm. taste and smell, like food, most food tastes terrible now. Um, whereas like wow. the past three months, or three months after my taste and smell came back. And now like, it's not that I can't taste or smell. It's like, there's a specific putrid smell that I smell in random places. Um, and on like 
a lot of food. It seems like the only food that like doesn't taste like that is like food with, I don't know, just like cookies or like quick sugars that don't mm. have a lot of nutrition in it. So it's like, I don't know, I can't pinpoint, pinpoint what it is that like I can't eat, but I don't know, it's just so weird. But yeah. it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, I can handle stuff tasting weird, but yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, that's no fun. I can't um, even imagine that. Yeah. I I had heard on one podcast um a gentleman was describing his experience with COVID and he said uh it almost made it, he didn't lose the will to live or anything like that, but it it took a lot of the fun out of living when it comes to food because you can't taste anything. Like you can't smell it, you can't taste it. So it's like it's literally eating like what you would think gray play doh was like. It yeah, <laughs> it is so weird. Like because yeah, you hear like oh you lose your taste and smell. Like it's just kind of like okay, like it can't be that bad. But then like I don't know, I'm a big coffee lover, and so in the morning mm. I always drink my cup of coffee. And like this part only lasted for a couple of weeks when I actually like was diagnosed, but like. I drank coffee and it was literally hot water. Like there was no flavor in it whatsoever. And I was like, like, what is this? This is, it's just so weird. That's insane. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought about actually not having taste or smell. I mean, I knew that was a symptom, but I don't think I ever thought about what it would be like to not be able to taste or smell. Yeah, it's one of those things we that just crazy. Yeah, we just kind of take it for granted until you don't have it. Like, wait, like, you know, because we use smell for like to tell us if there's danger too. Like, does this food smell bad? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't eat it. Or like, do you smell a fire or something like that? You know, like you don't realize what you use it for until it's gone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anyways, to help her Well. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, um, we are on to our, uh, our bonus question. We'll only keep you, this is the last question we've got for you, Jenna. Um, thank you for dealing with us with this. This is, this has been fun. I hope you've had a little bit of fun. Um, uh, so what are, and this is, this is kind of a, this might be a downer of a question a little bit, but what are some challenges in maybe, maybe this is just, you know, getting you ready for starting your own, uh, clinic. What are some challenges uh, that uh, you might be facing in starting a fitness-based business or a, a clinic like what, what you're going for? Uh, the biggest thing I can think of is insurance because at least for physical therapy is run by insurance. Um, and then it becomes kind of a battle for like documentation has to prove to insurance companies that the patient can see you, that they'll cover visits. And some of the things like that insurance has had you like document may not actually show true change in the patient. Like, for example, for like insurance companies, you have to document like someone's strength. And so um, they have to see that change is occurring for them to continue covering visits. But strength doesn't correlate with function. So someone, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have to have complete strength to walk but they'll see, oh, their strength isn't getting better, but maybe they had like a spinal cord injury or something and their strength isn't going to get better. And they'll just stop, get to where they stop covering visits. Um, 
So Holy I don't know. That's, that's one of my least favorite things. Um, and that's one reason like I'm looking into starting maybe like a cash-based PT um, where I can like mm. work for patients, not insurance companies. Um, mm. But that's something that's like growing in PT as insurance is kind of taking over and kind of hurting the business. But I don't know. I'm hoping more cash-based PT can be a thing. And PT is now, at least in North Carolina, I think y'all are in South Carolina, right? I am. He is. Okay. Um, North Carolina, it's direct access. So people don't have to go through a doctor to get physical therapy. Anyone can come to my clinic when I start one. And um, yeah, but in South Carolina, you can only go for 30 days without a referral from your doctor. So in South Carolina, you're still a little bit more controlled by doctors and insurance agencies and everything for, for referrals. Mm. But I would say that's at least the most annoying challenge that I've discovered like in doing my research for, for all this. Yeah. And then people like me who aren't physically fit. That wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> that might be a you know obstacle in the road there too. I mean, I don't think that's a challenge. I think that's an opportunity. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. I like that. <laughs> well, cool. Well, uh, like I said, this has been a lot of fun. Um it has. Jenna, thank you so much for being on the cast, yeah, you. Uh, you know, this podcast is about life and how, you know, we're just, we're getting through it. Uh, and, you know, fitness is a huge part of life that uh, doesn't get enough coverage, I don't think. Uh, so, uh, you know, especially being a teacher, the students only have to take phys ed once. <laughs> during their whole high school career. And then, you know, it's a, it's basically a checkbox that we check, but, uh, I definitely think you've opened my eyes here, uh, to a couple different things. Uh, so definitely that, that was awesome. Thank you for that. But, um, you know, you've got all the integrity in the world and you've got a huge heart for people and helping people and, and you're, you're going to go super far with, with whatever you decide to do with your, your doctorate degree. That will thank be yours you. soon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, thank you guys as always for listening. This is episode 31 of Keeping On. Whoop, whoop. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to uh, follow us on Twitter at Keeping On MK, hit us up on Facebook, like us there, leave a rating on the cast uh, wherever you listen. Uh, and then if you want to support us further, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Keeping On. So, yeah. Uh, I've been Mackie. And I've been Kaiser. And I'm Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.